listening to Inspirato Projecto with Gert Glendennon. All right. All right. All right. So you're out you're out in Florida. What part of Florida? I'm in South Florida. I'm in Fort Lauderdale. <coughs> I gotta oh. jump off I gotta jump off in a little bit, but I'm gonna leave you with this. Yeah. Who to say is the Joker is not the true king? Because if you look at a deck of cards, the Joker can be a king, and it can be any other card. And nine times out of ten, you take the Joker's out of the deck because people are too scared to have it. Oh, oh I never knew that. Oh, my gosh. Mm. That's incredible. We've been having that Joker and king and queen theme moving around rapidly. And to hear that is a really great piece of insight to add to the whole amalgamation put it on the giblets oh yeah put them right stir them right around in there stir them around stir them in the giblets and the more salities <laughs> more more salady <laughs> guys i gotta jump off okay yeah. okay put on right, your but, but i might re- you. i might re- if you guys are around in like uh in 15 20 minutes i'll jump back on okay good make sure to wear your parachute before you jump <laughs> see ya I've been holding in my hand during these conversations a rainbow moonstone. I'm going to read to you what this says here. Rainbow moonstone, uh, stone of goddess energy, synchronicity, nurture, confidence. Uh, let's see. Helps balance feminine and masculine energies. Uh, abilities, spiritual guidance, balances emotions, clairvoyance, personal power soothes aggressiveness recognizes your destiny opens up to new paths in life teaches us life lessons now isn't that cool we've been getting that whole thing coming on through yeah the synchronicities the life lessons the psychic abilities the personal power my god our destiny recognizing our destinies i mean sheesh yeah yeah i like this i like this idea of attuning more uh clairvoyance into the mix yeah good because that has a nice cumulative effect mm-hmm. you know the more folks that are actively aware that you know their mind is bigger than their brain and it's infinite and that they mm-hmm. can reach out you know in this way um if they're in that paradigm the more of those folks that we're hanging out with that uh, <laughs> we can basically cast a, a bigger net just by means of doing that and, and if you think about what the the heavy lifting can turn quite light oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh i mean that whoosh. imagine someone who who totally has the ability to just really tune in you know where they're like i see it i see i smell mm-hmm. that future right now it's i really it's a you know you're like okay cool you know <laughs> push the button I mean, holy cow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think uh, having some, this will be interesting. We'll do some uh, divinatory meetings as well. It's like you get together and, uh, you know, I, I already want to do some intention-based stuff with the yeah. crew where we're basically going to um, create mastermind groups that are designed to uh, basically manifest the intentions that are put out there yes like in a common cumulative way we're basically using 
each other's ability to affect reality through consciousness by saying, okay, I, I intend to manifest this and have everyone really kind of pitch in to the deck on that. Oh yeah. And then, you know, in a mastermind group, um, well, just to explain if anyone listens and they want to check into this, uh, it's useful stuff. Uh, mastermind groups, which were popularized probably around the turn of the 20th century, early on in uh, the 20s, 30s, 40s. Napoleon Hill was the writer. Basically, a lot of your motivational speakers and uh, people that you know now, they can trace their origin back to concepts in the early 20th century that were put in front of John and Joan Q public. And they were basically concepts of magic. They were what it really was back in the day, though, just sort of, you know, more universal, regular language and switch the terminologies around. And one of the concepts that was put forth uh, mainly by a guy named Napoleon Hill, who's mm-hmm. familiar with, wrote a major major influential book called think and grow rich uh that has changed like tons of lives after reading this book for years and years people swear by it uh because of the principles in it one of the things was the idea of the mastermind group in in napoleon hill's work and this is a group of people that basically get together and they create an accountability for each other and they go around and uh they discuss what they want to achieve and they give each other ideas. And sometimes the group may have people that are involved in a similar industry or or similar, um, you know, sort of uh, colleagues and others. It may be very varied and diverse and they'll get together and it gives different perspectives on whatever it is that each person is trying to achieve. And so, Basically, the format is they'll go around and talk about what their situation is and what they want to do. Um, The others will bounce ideas back and forth. They'll create a point of action and accountability so that when they come back for the next meeting, everyone can say, "Okay, did you do that thing? Wow. Did it work? And so they're incredibly powerful. And it goes into how decisions are generally made. Um, amongst people that are getting things done that you know at the higher levels this is what's going on this is what's going on you know in um, big business and uh, people that you know are action oriented and they need to figure out how to do it so it's an old concept and it's effective and uh, I like the idea of being able to do it Uh, on a metaphysical level you know metaphysica Mm -hmm. beyond physical basically it's our ability to manifest in um in an intention-based way so we're really like we can create an accountability field but we can also create a uh provability field where we say, okay, well, if we invested consciousness in this idea, yeah, you know, like say for instance, for you, Kurt, you were like, okay, you know, we want, uh, you know, an extra, you know, five shows for Yachtly Crew this month, and we want it to be X, Y, and Z, 
or we want to play this place or, uh, you know, we want to make this much money or whatever it actually is that the goal is. And then everyone focuses their consciousness on boosting that intention. It's basically strengthening the Wi-Fi signal on that. Oh, that is such a great way of doing it. Cause then you're, it, it's in each of those paradigms, you know, and now this, this whole Venn diagram is grown bigger and bigger and bigger. Wow, man. I mean, and what I would add to that, if anyone wants to try it and, and give some results and feedback, because I think we're going to go and do this with our gang and see what we come up with. I think it'd be good, uh, you know, to, to fine tune some other things, especially for some events and some things we want to do though, that we could say, uh, alongside of that or with that, we say, and if this intention is within the, the higher path and purpose of what is really, uh, right for this individual, that this happens or something of equal or greater value happens instead. Oh, that's great. You don't even have to be locked into it. Yeah, it's great. Basically create the thing where we say, okay, this person's saying they want this thing. Yeah. And maybe on a conscious level, they do. Though the truth of the matter is if you want the thing and you are intended to have it, you're going to have it. So if it's actually another thing that we could boost their signal and say, okay, well, you know what, if that's not really a true goal of yours, then we're going to help you by getting that out of the way and revealing to you the thing that is as good or better that you really is, is where you want to be. It's great because they created the intention for their true, their true life's purpose to manifest. Yeah. You know, through just consciousness energy, just through making it. It's great because you're kind of giving it that sort of, I don't want to say, uh, uh, for the lack of a better word, I'm, I'm mentioning like, um, what is that? What's that word? Like a, like a, not declaration, but like a, um, I don't know. It's like you're wrapping Affirm- up that extra thing within it. You know, you're, you're, you're leaving that little extra disclaimer. It's almost like a disclaimer, but not really. I, that's the only reason that word is the only one that's coming to me, but like going of greater, you know, either this or, you know, and also in addition to this possibility. So then it's so great because then it puts in that person's brain Mm -hmm. that, okay, good. I'm not, my brain is not going to be set on this specific thing. It's great. I already know from the outset that I, I will, already allow myself to be acceptable to this other thing. It's such a way, great way of, of saying it because you're, you're allowing them to practice the art of detachment and agreeing to the art of detachment without even realizing what that whole concept is. You're just kind of going, there you go. It's in the contract, so to speak, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it is, it's like a little, uh, uh, um, extra something that's, it's like a protection or a, um, you know, something that it's like a safety, <laughs> safety affirmation. Yeah. 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 So that way, because you're you're at the point that you're going to let another's consciousness knowingly um, be involved in what you're up to, because I think people do it on an unconscious level all the time. I, I think that's how people influence each other is they allow someone else's consciousness like either they're sharing in that field and they're like, yeah, you know what, I'll take that in. Yeah, you know, that's, you know, and, and not even as necessarily a negative thing it's a neutral thing it's just a matter of what is happening there if you're growing towards what you want or not though in this case it's like you know because i i know a lot of um 
powerful psychic ability folks that could really benefit from from healing or advancing if they could allow someone else to to basically look or examine them and because they're so defensive because of their experiences that they've gone through Mm -hmm. you know they don't like 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 that hasn't been allowed to happen at the point that that could be allowed to happen that basically brings in a lot of like actual like a list players that have been sitting on the bench whoa i mean whoa to do that mastermind, that group mind, that group harmony mind for these antennas that are already extended far out there, and tentacles tickling the stars, <laughs> to, to, for them to be coming this harmonic thing of like an extra, extra amplified signal. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This would be nuts. I would love to be able to see if there's someone could bring an instrument there to see like the, the way that the colors are moving around the room at that moment. If there's some sort of instrument that could like or draw the aura. Could you imagine you see the aura and it's all like and everyone's aura is just like completely connected and like. Yeah, you know, what I, can, I, I think, um, well, actually, I mean, that adds a whole other element to it uh, in an advanced in an advanced application of this, where we just hook it up to biofeedback, that it does things like controls the lights. And, uh, Ooh, you know, oh, I already yeah. know a few folks that work in that field of doing things Ooh. that are VR related with biofeedback and meditation. Oh, my God. And that, that we Whoa. could actually do that. Sure. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great that you could, you could, you oh, could even, yeah. <laughs> you could even put it into music. Oh, dude, it's so funny you say that because I was just imagining so that MIDI sprout, instead of connecting it to a plant, you connect it to these high vibrating clairvoyant people. Could you imagine the kind of crazy, awesome music that would be coming out of there? I would love to hear it. I would love to hear what a MIDI would do with that. You know, these folks, especially like some of these uh, folks. Well, you know what? It would be interesting because I'll tell you, I think a lot of them are out in the wild. And what I mean by that is these are your guys that you pass late at night on the street that are like in their own world because they just basically have gone so far out. Wow. It's just like, you know, getting one of these guys and being able to make a connection long enough to sit down in a park, put on a uh, piece of... (laughs) Of biofeedback, or or even just to be able to get them to sit down and oh, do yeah. it, that we could maybe uh, bring them back in as a result of that. Yeah, because those are like the the Wolf, uh, what's the name, uh, Emerson dudes. The the guy who's the transcendentalist, just in nature. All they know is just nature. Yeah. That's the only language they know. Like that's that would be a really cool thing to see what kind of. I bet you that geologist dude, he he seems like he would know some people who know some people who got the, the right equipment, the right, you know, everything that's needed for that. Yeah. God. Yeah. I mean, at that point too, it's like, okay, well, what would you do? Cause if you can imagine yourself, if you have lived in a type of, um, uh, psychical hell for lack of a better term, basically living in your head 
and perceiving oh. the level that has just been painful either through memories or through experiencing other realities that are non-local to you or experiencing the current reality in a way that is uh, hostile or, um, you know, in a lower vibrational field. Maybe you see people and they look a certain way or you catch a certain thing. At the point that those folks could be healed of that condition because they, you mm-hmm. have basically a group of other healthier uh, psychics that could go in and, and healers and light workers or what have you. They could basically go in and, you know, hold out a hand and get them to tacitly agree to, you know, a a type of procedure where we say, look, can we just come in and meet you in the field right now? And then what we want to do is we want to create the intention that we can remove any of these blockages that you're experiencing. Wow. I was just thinking too. Okay. So imagine you've put that midi sprout on those people and a midi sprout on the person who is, you know, helping them heal. Imagine they're able to actually then hear their very own vibrations. And I think I was just imagining this as you were telling me this, I was imagining the person who's like out there, who's just been living in their head, you know, just out there in the, in the, in the trees and whatnot. They get, they get this, you know, certain music coming through them. I just have this feeling that their heart, you know, cause we, I think we were talking about this, like, the, you know, that every heart is uh, hearing every other heart it's hearing it. So if that's the case, how cool would that be? Is you have this heart, this high vibrating, like a heart that's just like love, love, love this other heart. That's just like, you know, closed off from the world, very recluse. And then it just naturally starts blending towards it. So then now you hear these two things, sort of the heart sort of jamming together. How interesting. Would it, that it would be, be brilliant. Whoa. It would be beautiful. And then we go and we take the MIDI samples and then we just scatter them around and put them up, you know, Hey, why don't you go ahead and put these up uh, and use yeah. these samples in their DJ sets for people and, and music that Ooh. you make. And now we've created a shorthand of what those uh, heart signatures Ooh. are. That's great. Wouldn't that be great if they measured it and they turn out it's uh, 432HZ? Wouldn't that be awesome yeah. if like that just the natural, like, Ooh, it's just there? Yeah, I, I think oh people would dig it. I think they'd be onto it. It's like, what is that sample? It's like, oh, this was a guy getting like healed by clairvoyance through a, a MIDI crowd. Ooh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. And I was thinking this too. Okay. So this thing, it has two little, uh, I don't want to say electrodes, but like two little, two little things you put on, you know, I guess it's positive and the negative. Now imagine if you had one person with their finger on that and then they lock hands with someone else and they lock hands with someone else. You're creating a big U, so to speak. The last person puts their thumb on the other side of it. And the whole idea is you're, you're all tuning into this great positive vibe. Could you imagine like what kind of music could come out of that? Yeah. You know, it's cool. There's uh, some similar things uh, I've seen at Burning Man in the installation art where you make like a human connection and then the light and sound and it could play different types of music and sound clips. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. that there's uh we could find those folks that do that and actually come up it would be cool to have a nice mobile rig for that i think that you could bring something like that wow. around because then you yeah. could take it to some interesting places you know like you could Ooh, take it yeah. to places and and sort of see 
you know that's the beauty we have all these these technologies now that can allow us to to wow. add the biological element to it oh and my see it in a whole new way so that when you oh can move God. lights and sounds and things around in uh in some sort of accord with whatever's going on with the body process. Ooh, oh my God. I just had this vision. Okay. So let's say we do hands across the stadium or something like that. Like <laughs> back in the day, like hands across America. <laughs> so wherever we're performing, every single person has at least got to grapple hands or put their arms on their shoulders. So everyone's connected. So you got the one person with the one, you know, little midi sprout thing for their, th- on their thumb everyone's connected, everyone's connected all through the thing. They all just decide, okay, everyone's, we're going to cooperate. We're going to really become one tonight, you know, before the show, before we really amp this thing up, we're all going to become one right now. And then that last person, you know, it's like Doc Brown going, putting those things together. (laughs) So that last person, they put their thumb on there and they're all thinking of the good vibes. Everyone in the stadium is thinking of the good vibes. Whoa. And then you record that music, and everyone gets to hear that blasted out of the out of the speakers. We'll, we'll call Holy it the love projector. Everybody make an intention oh for love, for actual the purest, highest oh. vibration expression of love, <gasps> and then just oh. let let <laughs> put it on the jumbotron. Yes, and what's so cool is that each frequency emits a certain color. So imagine we got some special equipment, and I've been wanting to do this uh, uh, blending music with the colors so the colors are matching the frequency of that music so we get the you know and everyone and all of a sudden this 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 machine is actually displaying you know maybe on a big projector who knows where uh up into this you know onto us oh that was something else i want to try was projecting things onto like a fog coming off a stage mm. so you actually see a three-dimensional kind of image mm-hmm. like, kind of floating to you I'd love to see what what that would be like, uh, but I'm imagining like, oh, these colors—they're going right, right in tune with the uh, 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 the the music that's coming from everybody's heart. Oh man, that would be so incredible! Yeah, yeah, and, and, and we, we have the ability to do it now. You know, technically wow. speaking, like that's. Uh... See, so, yeah, you know what? We put this in the gold tree, man. This is in the intention oh, yeah. tree. Like I, I think this oh, is, yeah. is quite uh it's quite doable. Man, I gotta tell you, I've the, between you and I and the people that I know and the people that you know and the people they know and they know, we we have you know, the people that we know who vibe with these kinds of ideas and also are in addition to that, you know, handyman. Uh, they're, 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 they got their own particular crafts that they like to create. Um, they're up to hijinks. They're merry pranksters. They like to, you know, all right, you know, uh, create a whole new reality. Oh my gosh. Like this, this is completely doable. We give, we give these ideas to people who are like, are you kidding me? I mean, I don't do this in my sleep. Man. Right. Holy cow. I don't wait. I don't want to wait till burning man to do something like this. Yeah. Let's do this right. now. You know? And, uh, they just want to leap on it now. You know, it's just like anyone who's a, a cosplay person. Like these poor people, they've got to wait for one convention <laughs> or another convention. Let's give them excuses to really, you know, pull totally. out their their crazy handiwork and show us those production designs. Like, man, let's go nuts. I mean, holy moly. we could... Totally. And I, oh, I think man. we're quickened by it. I mean, every one of these things that we do, um, I'm going to put out, uh, you know, a little – video recap of what we did last week oh and, yeah you know there's going to be more stuff oh, yeah coming. yeah the resurrection i would love to see that yeah footage. that would be fun yeah it's coming 
And uh, oh, that'd be great. And uh, so, so each one building on the next. I think the thing that we've enjoyed the most is that we're enjoying it so much that it's just yeah, like we're yeah, just yeah, yeah, playing, yeah, and having all yeah. fun and doing that yeah. and yeah. now we're attracting and the this... people that that get that and want to do it and like you say between who who you know who i know and and once they get out there that's why i just i can't stress it enough just come out connect with us if yeah. you hear this yeah connect with us and be in on the you know really the ground floor of creating it now like this is the kind of thing where like you know, you're going to have the interview like 30 or 40 years from now. A documentary right. Where they're right. Be like, I remember the first time and only three people oh, showed yeah. up. And it was so funny oh, yeah. because, you know, you know, he knew. Just make sure you knew. I knew the whole time it was going to work. You knew, too. We knew it was oh, going to work. <laughs> oh, yeah. We knew it, it was going to work for our own sake. <laughs> it's phenomenal that you're gathering like the 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 um the Instagram people you know like in those moments like the guy who rode the bike and then he started video you know recording us and then we put the mask on him and then he's like banging the drum he's just a part of it yeah. out of nowhere a little lady with the backpack and a little kid and you know those kinds of things it's like you know those folks who are giving up those Instagram. Uh, pages to you it's great because for each of these new projects you you, you include them you know within the tags and now they're coming back and they're going huh you know what? yeah i had so much fun that one time i want to be a part of this next crazy one and i got a, a crazy instrument i want to you know bring onto this or i got a brand new cape or a crazy mustache you know i'm going to bring along to this next I mean, one what, what so other outlet fun. do they have for that like what do people have the outlet you know they find things when they can though for every yeah. one in ten that's willing to live out loud in any capacity you know, you got yeah. eight or nine that wouldn't even know how to do it. And, right. and it's like, right. okay, well, sure, we could be in a theater and do it that way. Yeah. Though when you're out right. there on a street corner or you're on a train, yeah. you're really oh, yeah. at ground zero. You can, you can connect oh, on yeah. that level, too, where it's like there's no bar to entry there on yeah. that level. And that's... Heck, if it was if it was a Weird Al song, it would be "It's Theater at Ground Zero." <laughs> I think that would be the song for that. It's great because it takes it out of trying to go. Come on, everyone, come see my play in this little in this little right. theater. It's thirty seats, you know. And going, "Hello, everybody! All of you are the audience." Did Did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> did you know you didn't know that? You with the camera, you didn't you didn't know you're in the audience right now. <laughs> yeah. And it's free. We're not renting the theater. Oh, my God. And we got just free, you know, just participators who want to be a part of it. It's a great beam, uh, beacon, homing beacon that goes, boo, 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 boo. do you relate to this? Does this resonate with you? Ooh, ooh, ooh. And they're like, oh, yes, it resonates with me. And next thing you know, you got someone to dance with you on a, on a train platform. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's like, that's a magic moment. It's like they have that. Then they took the picture. Yeah. They go back. They look at the picture. They have that. That's a memory that might live oh my God. for many generations to come. Oh, my you know, that God. little girl. Oh, my God. Mask. It's like, you know, you got the mask and dance and oh, no, wait, you hadn't danced before. And now you're dancing in public on the corner of yeah. the street oh, yeah. in front of traffic. And you're loving it and your family and everyone. And you're making a magic memory. Oh my gosh, you know, especially those folks who, you know, you know that family was just like, ah, you know what, there's nothing to do, it's a great night, let's just go out for a walk, let's yeah. go out there in the world, and also you they come the across that, plan. and what a beautiful nugget, yeah, they get to share with whoever they talk to, like, 
you would not believe it. There are these, I don't even know how to describe them. Were they p- street pirates? Were they uh, <laughs> aliens and human skin? I, I, I don't know what was going on. Someone was blowing a, a ceremonial flute. Uh, someone else had a ceremonial drum. And then this guy came up and he threw on a mask. And then my kid put on a mask. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, oh my God. It just grew and grew and grew. It was like a, it's like a, a freaking bonfire. Yeah. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I really have some stuff that I want to do that I think is just going to be even more uh, sensationally uh, whimsical and dreamlike, and it's just going to be stuff that it's going to require more steam behind it. That when we get there, yeah. it's really like a touchstone. It's really like a turning point for the whole idea, yeah. and I, I have a pretty clear vision of it and it really has to do with with the sense of play Mm -hmm. that we reinvigorate in people and doing it in this way that as we gain uh steam in in what we're doing that it can't reasonably be ignored you know like you can't just you can react to it however you like though like at the point that you ignore it like and it's funny because like even with we did sages of sovereignty and you guys are laying there with sheets covered over you in an empty field in front of the stage you know with people watching all around you know the dj's just starting their set and uh and here (laughs) you guys are laying like dead bodies in the the noonday sun And yeah. you know, there were people that tried to just ignore you and act like that wasn't happening. And it was hilarious. Right. It was right. hilarious. It's like, oh, oh no, that's God. not happening. The real entertainment is the reaction of the audience. That's what's beautiful about it, right? It's yeah. like we become the audience. They're the actual <laughs> performers. It's a human behavior experiment. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, and oh you know, more is, more is the pity. I, I didn't have, uh, you know, really because I didn't have a, a camera guy on it doing the crowd reactions uh stuff for the people's <laughs> reactions though i have like you know i have at least like one piece because it's a it's a wide shot of you guys just laying there in the empty uh field oh great oh and great you see a group of people up by the stage and they're just sort of milling around they're just like right there like okay. oh my god and then of course when you, you know. flew through the people under the tents that too is was fun too that, that i think great. i think that was really something because when when you were resurrected And uh, you flew through the crowd with the capes, you know, the body bags become capes and you fly through the crowd. And that part, I think, was a lot easier because they they I really saw little flash bulbs (laughs) popping off of people remembering what that was like to just play at that level. And they just I know that they were it was like these guys are really having a good time. Some people probably thought we were on some psychedelic drugs. We were not on any kind of drugs for that. Uh, it was we were... funny too because at first I'm sure they were worried, like, "Oh no, I I don't know, like, what's next?" Because they was they're living in the unknown, uh-huh. you know. They're like, "Yeah, I don't know what's next. Is this good? Is this bad? What what are my decisions? What are my belief systems about this? What am I going to tell my church group? You know, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Should I call nine one one? Are those guys okay? Are they dying from stuff? You know, a bazillion ideas. And right. The wizard wakes us up, <laughs> resurrects us up from from our our our, our hibernation. 
Oh my god. Yeah, oh my and that god. was the thing because when people are only given this narrow frame of reference, like if you see something strange, report it because it's yeah. gonna be bad. You yeah. Know, if you give them some other frame of reference, like, oh no, wait, like this was a fun thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was, oh, yeah. You know, he wasn't wearing that star cloak and he was gonna come in and assault me or anything. He just wanted yeah. to play chase. Oh know? yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! So like, and the kids, it's all the funny. Kids like up. they can get away with doing that stuff now. To me, it's funnier when we have like maybe three hundred bodies lying there, and then <laughs> oh, like, please, yeah. please go ahead, act like nothing's going on. Oh like, yeah, oh yeah, dude. Well, that. next year, well, that'll be our annual if that thing. Happens. Make sure you do that. Yeah, more and more bodies will show up. It'll be like the Fibonacci sequence. There'll be so many bodies on that open field. Yeah. People, th- like, that will become the main entertainment to go to. Do you realize how packed they'll get in there? But only in that back area because they want to make enough room for all the bodies. Yeah, well, I, like, I, I don't want to you know- <laughs> I don't want to crash their 4th of July event every Well, day, it'd be I, funny. I think, I think what's more interesting is, like, yeah. we'll just put that in the rotation. We'll have resurrection oh, yeah. days. And I, I think having people come out, because it's easy, you come out with a sheet. And get rebirthed. Okay. Interestingly enough, um, you know, because we had our, our one, one of our friends, he had some some big more insights. Because this goes back to the podcast that uh, we had that day. What was the name of that? That was uh, just what, it was the Fourth of July podcast. Oh yeah, Fourth of Ju- Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I- the Wizard that- of LA, I believe, I put in there. Or Fourth of yeah. July Independence. Know your independence, or something like that. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, what actually happens in the aftermath of lying still for 10 minutes in a public space under a sheet. And, uh, you know, we talked to Michelangelo in that, too. He had a lot more to actually say about it after the fact. And he gained an incredible amount of knowledge. And it was funny because he said, you know, in the end, he's like, I figured it out. It wasn't the sheet. It was that's not what it was like. That was, you know, it wasn't this base thing of you you know you did this you know ritual and you lied under the sheet he's like that wasn't what gained the knowledge for me what gained the knowledge for me was um you know and i don't want to even paraphrase what what he what he had to say about it though it was important i found that he saw beyond the ritual that the ritual has a purpose that all rituals have a purpose though to not get stuck in it being about the ritual and to be yeah. able to see the thing that yeah. the ritual is designed to do. Yeah. Because at the moment that you, you know, you wipe your feet at the door, that is a ritual. Okay. Yeah. Like, yes, yeah. it has a practical purpose. You're cleaning yeah. your shoes. You yeah. know, it, it, it's a ritual. Like you have to, <laughs> to see it for what it is. These yeah. things convey ideas in broader terms through an yeah, association yeah, yeah. of doing the thing. Yeah. You got to do that before you enter the door, before you can really truly have your feast. Like the main point was the feast, you know, the, the wiping the feet at the door is just a kind of a secondary uh, kind of sort of a like, okay, is it, here we go. Okay. But, the, but this is the main thing. And that's the great thing when you're not treating this, you know, what may seem to be like a shocking thing. So this is what makes it so great is when like Monty Python, those guys, there's a shocking thing, but it's beyond the shocking thing. There's a, a right. that the shocking thing is just a byproduct. It's mm-hmm. just a, something you, a smell in the wind. The you know, shocking really thing is the window dressing. The yeah, shocking uh, yeah. thing oh, is yeah. the sizzle. It's not the steak. And I think that's yeah. the big difference with our group is some people um, consciously do weird things. Yeah. And it's the sizzle and the steak for them. 
Yes. You know, to get a little deeper, I don't think anyone is really, I think they know, I think they not know that they know. So I don't think anybody really isn't a part of it, even if they they just aren't aware that there's a deeper thing. Yeah. And also certain folks who are just not putting that kind of importance and power on there. It's like, it's like going, I'm just ignoring you. I know you're there. I see you back there. I see you at the Mm corner of my eye, but you're, you're in the peripheral, you know, it's like, this is the thing, you know, so, you know, that's just like, you know, it's like a, it's like that extra little nuance in the orchestra. You're not expecting Mm -hmm. the freaking theremin to come out. Like, wait, 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 what? Did I just hear a theremin? You know, and then it's back back to the song. (laughs) So it's just like, I see you there. Here we go. Yeah. I I think this with this, it's like, it's, it is, it's not the thing. The thing that makes it, it weird or wild is the sizzle and the steak is actually what you take away from it internally in your consciousness and your vibration. Because I mean, we yeah. were high, man, you know, after that whole thing. I mean, you look at how that day was. It was a beautiful, magical day. Oh, such yeah. Simple. Such a simple Whoa, man. thing. It didn't require uh, mass quantities of, of any kind of addictive substances at all. You know, it didn't require buying things. You know, and we like, came across a guy who makes dinosaurs for crying out loud. How crazy <laughs> is this? Beautiful oh dinosaurs. Oh, my God. And your buddy who was just up in the, uh, the mountains uh, um, talking to the trees. How awesome was that? Yeah. He and his girlfriend have to be there with their dog. Like, these are folks that I think would, would be great to – They, I mean, the short discussions I've had with these guys, just wonderful vibrations. And it's great that Michelangelo came to those revelations. And imagine yeah. – for the next, you know, wizard walk, those guys show up. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I'm, I'm really going to find out what time we got to set up. on. That I really day. hope I you can, man. I, I oh think about God, you so not fun. being able to be there. And I, just, yeah. I don't want to entertain that reality. I, I respect yeah, yeah, it if yeah. it has to happen that way. Yeah. Though, Cause I know it's like, whatever you're going to do, like we're on the point of it now. Like we're on to it yeah. and we have the fire. So oh, I yeah. know like if you're working in one corner, I'm working in another corner. We're getting oh, it done yeah. and we're doing it. Though oh, in yeah. this case, I, I mean, I just think about what you brought to the last one. And it's just like, it just, it made it sing, man. Like, oh, cause you, man. you got, you, you get it in a very essential way. Oh, you know, man. it's not like, oh, this is something fun to do on a Friday. No, like you get it in a very deep, uh, intuitive way. Yeah. The and that's the kind of stuff going, that like, that's, that's bright light to throw out for people so it's like i i know for you to be there it's like the lighthouse strength goes through the roof at that point and you can really see it off in the distance and so oh, like, man. oh man you know i get it if you could get yourself or any of those guys there or whatever even if you only oh, could yeah. make one stop like oh yeah you had to do oh, it later yeah. and you're like i can i can do uh do one train ride yeah. with you oh yeah then yeah. we're out you know yeah that would like, be great <laughs> oh yeah dude that would be fun that would be a lot of fun yeah oh yeah i could just yeah it, it, even if i was able to only hang out like uh uh let's let's just imagine that I, I at least have an hour you know heck why not somehow strangely enough three hours okay so <laughs> we well let's say you know best case scenario we got three hours before i gotta get to where i gotta get to set up uh for yachtly crew and then um uh, you know, worst case scenario, a half an hour. If I know I only have a half an hour and it takes a half an hour to get, you know, to do the train forward and back. Oh my God, that'd be great too. You know, if I just, if I could somehow 
cobble that that math uh, math uh, that nutritious mathematics into my day. That would be awesome. L- let's put the intention out. That yeah, we can let's figure out it. a way to do that. Yeah, that would be great. I, are you going to come? You come in costume, right? <laughs> you come dressed for. Oh God, that would be funny. And, and well, we usually get dressed on. at the thing, just especially now because <laughs> it's so hot out. God, that would be great. Oh my God, that would be great. Oh, yeah, man. please invite the guys along. I mean, oh, I would. I would God. love to. Oh my I, God, if I could build. If, if you do think like. You know, there's more than one of you. I mean, we could probably pull together like a little cardboard boat or something. Oh, my God. That would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know, a just set sail boat. on top of the, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> raised platforms at the corner. Well, I tell you, Phoenix, I was downtown L.A. You just have oh, to yes. until you've seen that. Well, it's so funny. If you'd like to be a part of this crazy project there, I was talking with my, my pseudo brother, Pauly Shores chores and i was talking with him and he's big you know he's got saxophone he loves jazz he's he's so good at improvisation i i love to record our conversations and i'm like dude let's say if we have the shores brothers you know band where it's just purely experimental we do you know spoken word like the blues and haikus like uh jack kerouac would you Uh know and uh, i was talking with about that he's like oh that'd be great he goes what if we call the band shores and i said oh yeah and we'll spell it S S H O R E S S. So it's like shores. <laughs> you know, like the ocean. You know, and he's like, oh, yeah, we'll be called shores. <laughs> so uh, we want to create that. And it would be great to see how you would uh, add your craziness to that. Uh, you know, I, I can think of some cool things like um, just off the top of my head, ways. Well, how mobile could you be with that operation? It just would have to be with, you know, if he just happened to have his uh, saxophone. Okay. All right. So at that point, like, <laughs> yeah. I can have right, recorded can... songs too that play out of a speaker or something, which would be great. Cause then I can just, you know, play like a zoo or who knows, you know, anything else, a ukulele or whatnot on top Get of that, that sexy and... slide whistle in there. Oh yeah. And... Oh yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I can think of, uh, <laughs> Again, I I feel like a, a cardboard boat might be involved in this. Yeah, like, yeah. She could yeah. actually put it around a couple of people. They're just sitting there quietly, and then you guys come up and play. <laughs> just set the boat around. Holy- <laughs> I you know what? I, I think it's good. I, I think uh, <laughs> throwing life preservers out and uh, you know being able to uh it's just i didn't accept it because i didn't know if it if it would allow me to wait i can no i don't i don't know how to do that right now um to get him i'm i'm good until the uh the top of this one and then i think i'm going to get on to uh to conjuring some dinner for myself so
heard there was a test for I, I did a test in GarageBand for song that popped into my antenna and I think I might have played a different version for you as well this was the original one it originally recorded on GarageBand and the premise is uh, these guys on a ship kind of like a perfect storm kind of thing slightly you know like that kind of idea. they're just way out there so these guys on the boat, and they're just way, like, way out there in the ocean. And the waves are just weird and crazy and choppy and strange. And all these guys basically are, you know, maybe they're accidentally on some kind of fishing boat or something. They're somewhere where they're not supposed to be. And, but they all play instruments. So they all got instruments on the boat. I was in this shadow, this this monster. They can't quite tell what it is. Just like these tentacles, like flailing around, just just huge creature. 
Leviathan just emerges in the middle of the night and it's lightning and it's raining and it's, it's thunderstorming. Every time the thunder goes, every time it crashes, you see like the silhouette of this thing. You see another piece of it. You can barely see little quarters of it as it's there in the nighttime. And what happens is these guys go, okay, we're, we're gonna die. We're gonna die out here. Either with this big old monster, Either, you know, we might as well, if we're all gonna die, we always might as well play music. So everybody on the ship decides to put their music together and record record together. Maybe someone plays the violin, maybe someone plays the oboe, maybe. Each person kind of plays this thing. Even the one guy plays a washboard or something. Maybe he's made some interesting drum set out of the... Maybe he's made an interesting drum set out of the various pipes and So, yeah, these guys realize that they're on, they're out there, they're in the world, they might die. So, they decide, we're going to go down playing. You know, some would say, oh, we're going down swinging. Well, they're not swinging, they're, they're going to be playing, playing their hearts out. And somehow, through jamming, they end up sort of lullabying this creature to sleep. They sort of end up lullabying it. You know, I maybe it sings along with them. But it's that moment of just like, okay, here we go. And I think one of the, well, Cloverfield was, is a big idea, and also Moby Dick. And also, there's this part in the in the movie, Col, Colori, no, Daniel Boone? What is it? Daniel Boone is in it. Billy Bob Thornton is in it. It's a movie about... Is it... Alamo. 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 That's what it was. And he hears their band over there in the distance. And he brings out his violin and decides to jam with these guys. That was such a, a phenomenal moment. Remember when I was substitute teaching at that time, these kids, they had to watch this. As soon as I came across that, I had to play that moment for each kid. I had to replay that for them and point out to them why it was so significant or astounding. What made it so important why did it strike a chord with me? That's what it kind of reminded me of. This idea of the, the, fisher, the fisherman guy, uh, musician fisherman guys out there lulling the monster to sleep. Wow, what a bunch of superheroes, huh?
I'm imagining those kinds of guys, like you see that statue. There's always that statue, the guy who is in a yellow raincoat. He's got a big white beard and, and a pipe in his mouth. He's just standing on like a pier, standing out there in the middle of the, no uh, middle of the night with his pipe, contemplating life. Contemplating life out there in the rain. How did a train get past me like that? What? I thought I heard a train uh, pulling up here. It sounded like he was coming from the left. And then the right, I heard like as if it passed by or something. Boy, that was interesting. A Twilight Zone episode, huh? This whole day's been like that. Which is just the best. Wouldn't it be great to, to, you know, like when you tell stories to people, all of your stories revolve around incredibly extraordinary circumstances? How fun would that be if every story that you're telling, based on your, you know, following your synchronicities, following your intuition, following your joys, passions, excitements, by simply doing that, come up with these great stories we could share them with people like what the heck how the heck did they find yourself in that situation well uh, whew, let me tell you let me tell you found myself pondering it here at this moment in time and then bam I saw it manifest at this point in time <laughs> here's how it was originally envisioned in fact here it is in the idea book okay I had originally envisioned it like this it was like a, a movie uh, what's interesting is it manifested this way as a some sort of um, Lego movie, let's say. Or imagine it as a poem. It ended up as a musical. I intended it as a percussion thing with margin containers and tin cans and washboards. I envisioned it like that. It came out like the Blue Man Group. Tickling that fancy, the fan, the fancy. <laughs> Tickling the fancy. Fancy. S-E-A-S-E-E. Fancy. A sea of fans. A sea, a sea, a sea of fans. That might be an interesting name for a side project. Fan sea. It could be about like a, some science fiction thing where um, it's the basically third fan, quote, unquote, in a series of fans like that are like androids, robots that are designed biologically, digitally, zeros and ones. And perfectly fit to go out to concerts of up-and-coming bands to really scream and shout and just be there like the band-aids you know like in uh, almost famous so it's called fan c
maybe they, you know, maybe they do. They blow cool air on whoever's on stage. Like maybe when they clap, the harder they clap, the more of a nice wind, cool wind blows in for the uh, for the band that they love. So maybe these 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 gals programmed fans go out to these shows. Maybe they're paid for by the record companies. No one knows they're androids. They go out there, they're just there. They just applaud the bands. Fancy. It's the third. You know, she's kind of like a host, like in Westworld. She wakes up to the idea, oh, wait. Mm, can I reprogram myself? Bam. Ooh, maybe some hacker finds her out. Right, some guy who's searching for, like, the credit card. He's got, like, the credit card device thing or whatever. And he actually finds, like, what? And leads him to the fan C. And, you know, maybe every night, usually, they, they return back to the laboratory or wherever they come from. Well, he somehow finds out what's going on and reprograms her. So he uses her to hack into big-time corporations that are just evil, evil corporations, and hacking into all the evil politicians, utilizing fancy. Oh. Intriguing. Fancy. There you go. If you see it out there in the world, folks, you know where the seeds came from. We built it together, huh? How cool is that? Keep that in mind. You're listening to Inspirato Projecto.